Hey Faith Babes, welcome back to God the Promise Keeper podcast, where we talk about all things faith, all things hope, and all things love. And y'all, this week I've been um, struggling. I am your host, Daisha Dakara, and welcome back. This podcast it's going to be a very honest, um, this episode is going to be a very honest and open episode because y'all, the title that I was going to, or what we were going to talk about was Don't Strike the Rock, The Dangers of Idolatry. And I was going to come from Numbers 20, how when it talks about the people needed water and Moses and Aaron they would insult the Lord and the Lord gave them instructions and God told them God told Moses to go out and to speak to the rock but Moses actually instead of speaking to the rock he struck the rock in frustration because of the people he was frustrated with the people and I've even also just been in a even in a place right now where I'm being tested to not strike the rock but to speak to the rock because the staff had become um, Moses's he trusted more in the staff than he did the voice of God he didn't really trust in his tongue he didn't really trust because when we speak words we can't sometimes we can't necessarily speak uh, see words we have to speak by faith in order for the words to manifest for us to see a natural manifestation but I believe also fear um, of, of him actually even being delivered because God came for the same thing that he wanted to come after or deliver him from in the beginning when he first called Moses and he called him and Moses was giving him pushback of, you know, with just the speaking. So which is why he which is why God gave him gave him Aaron. And so God was coming after that very same thing even in this moment where he didn't trust in his staff, but he began to, he wanted to deliver him so that he could have the confidence to actually speak to a thing and it manifests because if we, when we speak, speak to a thing, when God tells us to speak to a thing, it has to manifest. It places a demand on it. And that when we obey God is actually an act of holiness. And it specifies that in Numbers um, 20. And it talks about that. And I read the um, I read the NLT version. So I'm actually even in a moment now where I'm being tempted. I can't strike the rock because I have to respond the way that God wants me to respond. Because my will, my way, if I respond the way that I want to. If I do things from my flesh, from my soul, I'm then in agreement, not in agreement with the will of God. And when I'm not in agreement with the will of God, that means I'm in agreement with what I want, with my what I want from my will. And that is a form of idolatry. When we do the opposite of what God tells us to do, of what God wants us to do, when we respond the opposite of God, of how God tells us to respond, either through his word or through specific instructions, it is a form of idolatry. 
And if we do that, when he, because Moses struck the rock and he struck it instead of speaking into it, instead of having faith in God, that God was still going to provide the water through him speaking it versus him doing it with his staff. We have to trust that God is God, that when he tells us to do something, we have to trust and believe him because if not, we will allow fear. We will begin to worship fear. We will allow fear to become our God. The things that we can't tr- that we can't see of how because we want to respond the way that we want to respond because things are not working out the way that we want things to um, how we want things to work out. And it's been a battle with trying to get this get this episode even out today because I promised y'all twelve thirty. And the, when I tell y'all just from even just from last week to just this week, it has been a spiritual battle y'all it has not a spiritual and a natural and a natural battle to prevent me from going and moving in the things of God but I am so determined to obey God I am so determined to obey God at all costs and to stay in alignment with his will to stay in alignment with his will and not allow my will my things the things that I want to become an idol so I'm not going to worship the thing that I want, the thing, how I desire, how I think things should be turned around. And even the way of even the response, how we think God should respond because how he's responded in the past, we, that even a response from God can become idolatry because then we would expect God to respond a certain way when God is not going to respond a certain way because he's trying to deliver us from something new. There's something else that he needs to get out of us so that he can get us to the greater, so he could get us to the more, so he can birth something new out of us. So he's going to respond in a different oh kadabala he's going to respond in a different way so that something new can be birthed out in us so we can see him and experience him in a new way but if we allow our idols if we yield to what we want if we yield to our will our will can become an idol of how we want things to play out, the timing of God, of when we want God to do something, the timing of of how we want it to be done, how we think it should be done, who we think that God should use, it can become an idol and it's dangerous. It is dangerous when we allow the promises of God, the, th- the things that um, that we want to become an idol. God says that there should be no other God put before him. We should not put anything before God. Nothing. God says, you shall have no other God before me. Worship belongs to God only. It belongs to God only. So we should never want a thing more than we want God of just who he is. Because idolatry causes you to compromise as well. Idolatry. It caused Moses to strike the rock. He trusted in his staff more than he trusted in the voice of God. So how many of us trust in things more because of the things that we can see? We trust in that more because it's tangible, because it's something that we're familiar with. We are trusting that more than we trust in the new thing that God is trying to do in us. The new thing that God is trying to do through us. We'll trust in that more. Especially after we sought Moses and Aaron, they went and sought God for the answer. God gave them the answer and they went and did the complete opposite of what God told them to do. Idolatry. He had an idolatrous heart. Idolatry. He didn't trust God. 
He did he did not trust God and he didn't want to give up the very thing that God was after, which was his faith and his confidence in him speaking to the rock. God wanted him to speak to the rock so that God was able to show his holiness through it. It says this in Numbers 20, y'all. If you go and read Numbers 20, it says that. It says in Numbers 20, 12, it said, But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I am giving them. We have to trust in God enough to demonstrate his holiness. When we obey God, what we do and we speak the things of God, we are trusting in God demonstration of his holiness to the people that it needs to be demonstrated to. Even ourselves. Even ourselves. And because they did not do that, it forfeited not only, and Moses was the one who struck the rock, but it cost Aaron the promised land as well. I think I've said this before. I can't remember if I said it through the podcast or if I've said it, you know, when I was preaching before. Your disobedience will cause people to become a casualty. Don't Don't allow people... Don't allow people to become a casualty because of your disobedience, but rather have people become beneficiaries, beneficiaries because of your obedience. People can either be casualties of your disobedience or they could be beneficiaries of your obedience. And Aaron became a casualty because of Moses' disobedience because Aaron didn't strike the rock. Moses did. Moses struck the rock. But Aaron became a casualty because of Moses' disobedience. Why? Because he was in the presence of the Lord as well. Let it not be named among you that when you come out of the presence of God and receive the instructions from abiding and dwelling in God, that you go and do the very opposite of what he said because of fear. Don't allow fear or people, the frustration of people to become idols or because of you don't like how things is going or because things is not happening in your time in, in the timing that you want things to happen in. Don't allow that become an idol. I love how Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery said, anything that you obey and worship more than God has become an idol. Anything that you obey over the voice of God is an idol. And God will come after any and everything that has become an idol to you. Because he says that there shall be no other God before him. There shall be no other God before him. So if we think about things too much, if we allow people to frustrate us, if, even if we fantasize about our promise too much of the things that we want, whether it be a kid, a, a child, whether it be marriage, whether it be a job, whether it be a, you know, a business deal, whatever it is that you are believing God for, whether it be healing. If we think about it and fantasize about it too much, instead of keeping our eyes and thinking on the things of uh, thinking on the things above, we then allow idolatry to seep in. And it would drift us into the state of idolatry. Idolatry will enter into our hearts and we'll begin to worship. We'll begin to worship and reverence the thing, the promise more than we worship and reverence the voice and the instructions of God. It will cause you to compromise. 
It will cause, idolatry would cause us to be led by our soul and our emotions. Because when Moses struck the rock, he was, he struck it angrily. He went out there talking about, hey, listen, you know, you rebels. He was speaking out of, out of a frustrated place, which what is in our, our soul, our emotions is housed there. So when we are led by our soul instead of the spirit of God, we then are being led and, and are fulfilling our own will instead of the will of God. It causes us, idolatry causes us to be led by our soul and our emotions instead of allowing us, instead of allowing us to be led by the spirit of God. We have to keep our minds on the things that are above. Be anxious for nothing. It will call, idolatry will cause you, it's, a, it's dangerous because idolatry will cause you to rebel against the will of God and his instructions. So if we're not careful, this is why. This is why we must guard our heart. This is why we must guard our heart. We can also idolize the voice of man instead of reverencing the voice of God through obedience. These are the dangers of idolatry. These are the dangers of idolatry. And this is actually what I'm having to keep at the forefront of my mind that vengeance is yours God even when you want to respond even when you feel like you're not being vindicated even when you know that you are doing the right thing when you know your heart is in the right place and people and the and people allow the enemy the enemy will use people to come against you to get you off track you must still respond the way that God tells you to respond you must still keep your heart posture in a pure place when you know, when you know you've done the things of God, when you know you're in right standing of God. And this is what you must fight against. I'm, a, I'm fighting against my will. I'm fighting against what I want to do, how I want to respond. I can't fight. I can't, I can't allow it to pull me out of the will and out of the posture of worship, out of the, the posture of reverence, out of the holiness of God, out of allowing God to demonstrate his holiness through what I speak, through how I move, through what I say. I decree and declare I will not, I will not be silenced by the enemy, and I will I will not give in to the way to the responses of the enemy. I won't, not this time, not this time. That would not be my portion. I would not forfeit the promises of God because of how I feel or be led of my emotions because of how I feel. Regardless, if I, even if I, even if I am right, even if you are right, vengeance is yours because when you want vengeance, the, the Bible says that vengeance is the Lord. And we have to make sure that we allow God to do the vengeance because if not, if we then try to go and be vengeful or try to get revenge on the person that hurt us or that pissed us off, that made us mad, we then allow wicked agenda. We then allow wicked agendas to enter into our hearts. And before we know it, we've come into it. When we allow wicked agenda in our hearts, we then come into agreement with the demonic kingdom, with the, with the kingdom of darkness to execute and fulfill its plan to get us out of the will of God instead of us being in the perfect will of God. And this is what I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to come into agreement. I refuse to come into agreement with the plans of the enemy to allow my heart to become wicked, to allow my heart to be an offense. Offense will disarm you. 
It will disarm you and it will allow unforgiveness to come into your heart. It will allow bitterness. It will allow resent, uh, resentment to come into your heart. And just being transparent, that is what I have to be very, very intentional because I know I'm on the brink of something. I know I'm on the brink of breakthrough. I know something is about to break open for me. So God, some and you and you know when you're on the brink of something, you know when you're on the brink of breakthrough because the enemy will use those closer to you, those who you think wouldn't wouldn't do stuff, or those that you think would and try you, it's gonna come and it's gonna the enemy gonna start throwing low blows. The enemy will start throwing low blows to get you to strike the rock. But I prophesy you will not strike the rock. Don't strike the rock. I don't care what it is. Don't you get out of position. Don't you go and do nothing opposite of what God has told you to do. Don't you strike that rock. Don't you give in to the enemy. Don't you give in to the temptation of you striking the rock. Don't you strike the rock. God says, bless those who curse you. Bless your enemies. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Don't you strike that rock. Don't you come into agreement with your own will. Don't you idolize your own will. Don't you idolize how you want to respond. Don't you do it. When you know, even when you know that you are right, don't you do it. Don't strike the rock. I know sometimes even it seems like God is not moving fast enough. Don't you strike the rock. You stay in a perfect alignment. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And my life, oh, shot. let your will be established in my heart. Let your will be established in my soul. Let your will, may the will of God be established in your soul so that you will continue to agree and obey quickly with the will, the perfect will and the instructions of God. Don't strike the rock. Don't strike the rock because idolatry will, idolatry will rob you of the promise. Idolatry will rob you of destiny. Idolatry will rob you of purpose. Idolatry is a thief. Idolatry is a thief. And it will, it will use you to make you forfeit. To make you forfeit. It'll use you to self-sabotage, to self-destruct what it is that God is trying to get you into. So no, I won't strike the rock. No, I will do, I will move with a pure heart, with pure intentions, with pure intentions. I will move with pure intentions, pure intentions, with pure motives. It will always be God search my heart. Search my heart, any hole you see. And I've prayed that. So be careful even what you pray. Because when you say, God, search my heart, you can refine me. Purify, purify. I want to be consumed. I want to be tried by fire. Purify. You take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. I want to be tried. By fire, pure, You take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. One thing about me is that, regardless of how hard things get, regardless of how difficult things make it. I'm going to obey God. I'm going to yield to the process. 
I'm going to obey God. I will never turn my back. Oh God. Because of things, because of people. I'm in covenant with God. I'm in covenant with God. And even when I'm in uncomfortable situations and things look a little shaky and I'm going through the fire because I asked for it. Because I asked to be purified. I asked to be refined. I yield to it. I embrace the fire. I embrace the cut and the process and the circumcisions of my heart. Because it's only going to make me better and it's only going to bring about another level of deliverance that God knows that I need. Because the Bible tells me that there's no good thing that God withholds from me. And that everything works together for my good. To those who love the Lord, everything is working together for my good. Even when I don't see it, even when it don't feel like it, even when it feels like I'm going through test after test after test, everything is working for my good. There's no good thing that he withholds from me. No good thing he withholds from me. So God is God in the mountaintops and God is God in the valley. Even when it seems like I've been in the valley more than I've been on a mountaintop. God, you are God. You are still God. You are still God. You are still God and I will not worship any other God. I will not worship any other God. I will not worship any other God. I will not worship you alone get my worship. You alone get my worship. You alone gets the glory out of my life. You get the glory. You get the glory out of my life. Only you. Only you get the glory. You see all, you know all. You see all and you know all. You see all and you know all. You see all and you know all. You know the intent of man's heart. You know the intent of my heart. So circumcise even my heart, Father. Circumcise my heart. I yield to the process of whatever it is that you're trying to produce out of me. I yield to it. I yield to it. I yield to it. So y'all, these are the dangers of idolatry. These are the dangers of idolatry. Don't strike the rock. It may be hard. You may be tempted. But don't strike the rock. If God says speak to the rock, you speak. Whatever he says to do, that's what you do. Don't strike it. I pray that this podcast has blessed you all. I'm determined to stay consistent and releasing these episodes every week for y'all at the timing that I say and the fact that the enemy fought me so hard to not release it because I almost just said again just for, you know just forget about it it's past the time of what I say I, it's just it's, it's been such a struggle to get this out but I'm determined to obey God because I know this is this is what God wants so even when it gets hard My answer will always be yes. I agree and I embrace whatever it is that comes with my yes. 
I embrace the process that comes with my yes. And I pray that you embrace whatever process that comes with your, your yes until you see the manifestation of God and the promise is fulfilled. Even if he never answered, even if he never fulfilled, he's still God. And that's what I stand on. You are God regardless. If you never answer another prayer, you are God. You are God. So, Faith Babes, until next time, I pray that you all have an amazing day, amazing week. And I will be right back here on next Friday. I love y'all. Have an amazing day. Thank you.